troops. Tomo here. Now, before we get started on this week's episode of the Granite Zero podcast, please go and check out Combat Fuel. Get yourself some top quality, high class, veteran owned, veteran run, giving their proceeds to charity supplements. Now, if like me, you love a little bit of a discount, put in the promo code WARRIOR15 at checkout and get yourself 15% off. You are welcome. And sometimes you love a good coffee. And why not? Coffee is brilliant. Perks you up, gets you ready. If you love brilliant coffee, and you love veteran-owned coffee, and you love coffee that is roast to order, that is ground down specifically to your tastes, check out my boys at the Dead Mammoth Coffee Company. That is the Dead Mammoth Coffee Company. They are fantastic, brilliant, lovely and delicious. I'm drinking it right now as we speak. So yeah. Also, if like me, you suffer from aches and pains in your joints and you also have uh, bad sleep, you might suffer from depression, eating disorders, anxiety, the list can go on and on and on and on and on and on. And you're thinking, what can I do about it? I don't want to go to the doctors, I don't want to be put on pills, etc. Go and use scientifically proven substance that helps with all those types of things. That is CBD oil. Now, I cannot talk any more highly about CBD. It is fucking amazing. And one of the best out there, and definitely the best in Britain, is the one and only Infusion CBD. So go and check them out. They are fantastic. They're supporters of the show. The supporters of me, so go and see them. Check them out. Now, guys, joining me today on the Granite Zero podcast is a former Navy SEAL. Not only is he a former Navy SEAL, he is also a high echelon elite athlete that is constantly out there to prove himself better than anybody else in the CrossFit Games, and just in life in general. And I, I'm going to have to say it. You're going to have to hashtag pay the man when you um, listen to this podcast. So joining me today on the Granite Zero podcast is the one and only Josh Bridges. Former Navy SEAL, elite CrossFit athlete, just amazing guy. So without further ado... Welcome to the Granite Zero podcast, Josh Bridges. Check it out. Hello, Charlie, Charlie One. This is Granite Zero. Thank you very much for coming on. Yeah, man, of course. Thanks for having me on, brother. Oh, no problem. Thankfully, it's literally just stopped raining. So my audio is better. 
minute, literally, I, I uh, had to go and get a bike from um, my wife's cousin and then cycle home, and it literally was a downpour. Oh, oh, and I was, I was soaked, mate. It was horrible. Absolutely soaked. And then I was thought, tell you what I'll do. I'll do the podcast in the house. That way, audio will be good. And then my missus was like, well, I'll be bringing the kids home in a minute. So, oh, fuck off. I'll go back and get there. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you yeah. guys get all the lovely weather over there. Oh, the weather. Yeah, our weather's nice. It's real nice here. It's not bad at all. I bet it is. <laughs> I bet it is. Yeah. So, what's on the agenda for you today? Paying the man, as it were. Obviously, I think we all know that. So. <laughs> Probably yeah. the greatest saying ever. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, for those that don't know Josh, that are listening, he is a former Navy SEAL, am I correct? Yes. That's right. And an elite athlete. Powerful Josh Bridges. Those of you that watch the CrossFit Games, he is a man not dissimilar to myself, as I'm only five foot six. I think you're five five? Five five, five man, you got me. Yes. Finally <laughs> someone I'm taller than. Different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I I think I think it's quite strange that you're do you now compete in the in the veterans league league? I don't know, is it a league? Uh, like the Masters, that you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, no. I mean, I'm, I mean, I could. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm good, eligible, eligible for it. Uh, but you're still too, you're too good, aren't you, mate? For just stubborn, I guess. Like <laughs> stubborn. I like it. I'm, the, I'm the same. I'm exactly the same. So, um, I, I tell you what, I did enjoy. I've been watching your um YouTube day in the life thing, the pay, pay the man thing. I, that's good to watch. Tell you what, those of you that are listening that want some motivation to go out and actually do a workout, just just watch Josh. He's fucking brilliant. I was like, he's fucking brilliant. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, no problem, no problem. So, what's your plans for today then? As it's what half? It's ten to ten to ten. Yeah, it's about ten, it's about ten minutes to ten ten a.m. Um, I got up. I had a phone call. With uh, my coffee guys over, you know, good dudes coffee. So we have a, a Monday morning meeting, meeting every morning, and um, get some stuff squared away on what's happening for the week, and then uh, got the podcast. And so we're doing this. Uh, but normally, right now, I'd probably be out starting to pay the man at, at the moment. So, but yeah, I normally get my first workout in till about noon. Uh, then I'll come in, eat some food, and then. Uh, trying to get trying to more afterwards, um, and then typically towards the evening it's kids sports. Right, we got baseball and wrestling season in full swing. So uh, nice, nice. So the the kids take after you, sporty boys. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're 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 at they're you know they're enjoying sports right now at the yeah, moment. So, I, so I've been pushing it, and um, yeah. they're enjoying it. You know, and I think sports are great for kids. I think it builds a lot of. Yeah. A lot of good characters for him, so yeah. Well, my um, my eldest has just got into gymnastics, and it's taken us um about 
two years to get his, get her into it because all the clubs are they're just full of, of I think it's brilliant they're full of kids doing gymnastics but she is she's a natural she's not she's literally nothing she, facially same as me but um, physically she is a beanpole she's all legs and arms and built like a stick where I'm <laughs> short and stocky and built for carrying weight. <laughs> <laughs> Being a, being a veteran myself, I know all too well what it's like carrying weight. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what we did yesterday. So um, I, I, I had to pay the man yesterday. I'm going to keep throwing that out there today. Perfect. Um, so what I did was I went around our in-laws before we had our, our Sunday dinner. And I was like, I need to train, but I haven't got time to get to the gym. So I went into there. Into there. They've got a real big uh, garage, similar to, similar to your setup. And um, I started doing a, a few kettlebell circuits and things like that. And then uh, in pops my eldest, and she's like, can I join you? I was like, yeah, of course you can. But we ended up doing, uh, uh, I think I put her through the seven-minute burpee challenge, which she, I'm pretty sure she got more than I did. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, this morning, she's like, Daddy, my, my, my belly's hurting. And I was like, is it? Oh, that's because of all the burpees you were doing yesterday. <laughs> but it's good. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to keep my daughters as active as possible. Like, I'm sick to death of coming in and they're sat on YouTube and and all that sort of things. And I'd rather them getting out out in the mud. Right, exactly. You know what I'm saying. The good stuff. So, what I was going to ask you was, how long how how long after your because you had a serious knee injury? Is that correct? Or you surgery and what have you? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I just made that up. I didn't just make that up, did I? I had a pretty good knee surgery uh, that happened in February. Uh, it was called a high tibia osteotomy. It's where they break your, basically break your leg and realign the joint because my joint was misaligned. Mm, shit. So it was causing me a lot of pain on the inside of the knee. And, yeah. and so they had to go in, put like nine screws in it. And uh, it has an early little recovery. I'm uh, feeling a lot better now. Um, actually running again because that was the thing that I couldn't do. I couldn't run. And yeah. So, um, yeah. I feel a lot better. You know, like uh, starting to trust it. Yeah, yeah. That's mad, isn't it? So, do, do you think that's mainly from what your military service plus wrestling and then CrossFit, or is it just so I dislocation of all of it? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I dislocated. I had like a freak accident in 2012 in the military. And uh, so it was like completely, like literally, it was like ninety degrees the wrong way. So I tore it when I did that. It was a full dislocation. So that dislocation, you know, obviously, like when you have some sort of traumatic, like big trauma like that, it's gonna cause a lot of arthritis and things like that. Even though I got it fixed, um, you know, I think that definitely has a lot to do with why that knee is so messed up because I don't have a lot. Of the three of the main, three of the four major ligaments. I don't have the ACL, a PCL, or an MCL in that knee. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ! Yeah, yeah. I've I've always had um, issues with my ankles. My ankles are the, the weakest part of me. I um, while I was going through my promotion course through through the military, I um, twisted both my ankles on a on a weighted march. And I was like, oh, that, that was a bit painful. Me being an idiot. I'll just put some extra tape on and carry on going. Yeah, right. Uh, eventually, I got I got taken off it because I couldn't keep up with the with the rest of the group because my ankles were just blown out. I then went went to the med center and they were like, 
oh, you need to go and get some physio on this. So I went to the physio and I was like, can I carry on now? Because I've always, I always draw my ankles. There's nothing, I always do it. And they're like, can we just check you over? And then they were like, you've basically got no ligaments in your ankles. How many parachute jumps have you done? I was like, well, I'm not airborne. I haven't done any. And they were like, well, we haven't seen ankles this bad since we had a few paratroopers in. I was like, oh, fuck. That's me going, that's me going through rehab then. Cheers. Yeah, right. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, injuries suck. Yeah, they did. They're awful. It must have been worse for you being so active, being were you completely sidelined with it, or were you able to do bits and bobs after your surgery? Uh, after the surgery, you know, it took a little while um, to rehab that back. Uh, um, it took a good six months, you know, seven, eight months to really feel good. And um, But, yeah, it was good. You know, I, I went on. I still tr- – I did – I wasn't uh, – I was instru- – I became an instructor at that point in the military. But I was able to still compete in CrossFit. Like, the following year after that surgery, I, uh, you know, still took seventh at the games the next year. Like, with, like, a, just a little over a year after the surgery. Yeah, that, that's 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 some good going. That yeah, right. And that's a lot of the mindset you have to be able to, because you know, a lot of the podcast is about mindset and how to deal with um, different things. Like for myself, I've I've suffered quite badly from depression and anxiety, which is why I started. So coming from such a horrific injury to then finish placing seventh in the games when you're surrounded by all these other elite athletes, it must have taken. Do you, do, you, do you think it was your um, like military background that helped you get through the hard hard times, as it were? You know, I definitely think that it helped for sure. Uh, I, I actually attribute a lot of my like mental side of the thing, like determination, I guess you want to say, to uh, like wrestling. You know, growing up being a wrestler, yeah, being I've, I've, heard, I've heard that. Yeah, yeah, wrestling. Yeah, so was, I had I had um, Liz Carmouche. The UFC fighter, she was on a few what, a few months ago now, and um, she was saying that wrestling combined with her military service is like it breeds different different type of people, doesn't it? Because obviously wrestling over here isn't as, as big at all. If if any, I don't even think we have wrestling over here. Most, but most of the time, you speak to an English person and you say, "Oh, you, you checked out the wrestling on online," and they're like, "Why would I be watching WWE?" Like, oh, <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> Unless you follow like the UFC, nobody seems to understand wrestling. But you know, me and my brother, we we follow the UFC, so we sort of angle our way into these different wrestlers, and you and you're like, Jesus Christ, they've got. Like the Chow Sonnen and, and things like that. You're like, Jesus, the amount of shit you guys went through wrestling is fucking, it's a mad sport. It's a mad yeah. sport. Yeah, it's a, it's a great sport. It builds a lot of, like I said, builds a lot of character and uh, and people. It builds a lot of resiliency, determination. And, and the thing that also helps that feel like is it's all you. Like there's no, yeah. you can't hide in the back. You know, you can't hide in the right field playing baseball or you can't be the fifth guy on the on the basketball court that you know that's just kind of like moving around not really doing anything you know and wrestling it's not another guy on that you're imposing yeah. your on them right and if you're having a bad day it shows and if you're having a good day it shows and so it's you know yeah, it's all- yeah. 
So it's, it's a great sport in a lot of different ways for a lot of different reasons. You can see the, the parallels between wrestling and CrossFit then, especially if you're going through the individual um, section, because obviously it's you versus a whole field of other, other athletes. But right. it's on you to perform. It's, it's not on the rest of the team. It's like uh, myself growing up, I played a lot of um, team sports, basketball, football, oh, sorry, soccer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, rugby, that sort of thing. So, not not saying that I was one that would always like take a back step, but you you always have that option. If you're having a bit of a shit game, it's like ah, oh, take a back step. Um, but it wasn't until a bit later, uh, after my military service, where I went into uh, started doing boxing and a little bit of mixed martial arts, where it's on it's on me to perform. It's not on the rest of the team. Yeah, you might have a good camp behind you to help you get through. You might have good training partners, but at the end of the day, it's on, it's on you. So definitely, you can see the parallels with, between individual sports, and and the it definitely breeds a different type of animal, as it were. Yeah, I think. <laughs> definitely. So do you, so when, when did you come out of the seals? I got out like. I got out of the military in 2015, October of 2015. Um, at that point, it was either uh, re-enlist for another platoon um, or or get out. And for me, it was, um, you know, I had two young boys at the time and I had to make the decision if I wanted to be able to be around and see, see them grow up or if I was going to be gone, you know, 80% of their life. So uh, that yeah. it was just, uh, it was what I wanted to do. And I had the CrossFit um sport as my you know other other life i guess you could say or other side of it and so i still had that and i, th I felt like that was going to allow me a lot more time to spend with my kids yeah, yeah. I, yeah. So, you had a very good fallback yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> it just helps that you're you're an elite uh crossfitter uh, as, right. it, as it were it's always good well i, I left i left uh military for similar reasons um just literally uh, completed my third tour of duty and I was like it's, we had my youngest on the way I was like I don't think I could go away again it's, it's not fair and I know you guys um, over in the States because I served alongside the US Marines I know your your tour of duties are a lot longer I'm not sure what it's like in the SEALs because obviously you're SF um, where we do uh, my three tours were uh, four and a half five and a seven month tour where you, you guys go for like years, don't you? Like 18 no, months? Not, not, not in the SEALs. Not in the SEALs? Yeah, I, I didn't think so. I knew, I knew um, uh, the Marines and that go yeah, Some of us get 18 months and things like that. Yeah, yeah, that's... 18 months. That's, <laughs> that's too long. That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, it's not anything compared to like, you know, the guys over in World War Two or anything like that. Oh, no, no. It's like taking off. And, but yes, yeah, it's, it's definitely for... For nowadays, what the military is like, yeah, you know, an 18-month tour is insane. But um, for us, yeah, we were typically between four and eight-month tours. Yeah, so similar, similar to us. Yeah. Yeah. That's because you're elite and so are we. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get a lot of shit for that as well as saying that, especially with my regiment, but never mind. <laughs> uh, I, I did promise my best mate we're going we're gonna to have to 
talk about this because um, obviously the sad news of Kobe Bryant yesterday and his family. Yeah. Um, he was like, "Are you going to do a whole whole episode on Kobe Bryant?" I went, "Well, no, I've got Josh Bridges on, so we'll be talking about all sorts." But I did promise him that I'd bring it up because he's he's one of my one of my avid listeners, as it were. It was a fucking shock to me. Um, I grew up. Uh, watching basketball, playing basketball. I know I'm only five six, but it was like the main sport that I played. And he was just like a, a, a I would say like a hero to mine. I, I, I don't know if um, what, what if you uh, watched or played basketball. I don't know if that was your sport at all. Yeah, I mean, I, I love all sports. There's no, there's not many sports I don't watch. And growing up watching, like being a, just an avid sports fan, I have always. I've always appreciated people who were like dominant in the sport. Yeah, yeah. Showed work ethic, and you know, Kobe Bryant, what that guy is, boy. Yeah, work ethic was second to none, and uh, it's a an extremely devastating, shocking loss. You know, yeah. The people, you know, like his wife and kid, and three do- three other daughters. Um, you know, it's just such a sad, tragic thing, and uh, yeah, it was an emotional day yesterday. You know, like, well, I don't, I don't know, I, I don't know Kobe. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know people in the basketball community, but you could just feel. You know, yeah, I, I, I know exactly what you mean by that because although I never met him, yes, I followed him as, as an avid basketball fan. But <laughs> if anything, he was. I'm, I'm a Sixers fan, so I was never didn't really like the Lakers. But Kobe, I was like, he, he is someone that. Is one of the best ever to play the sport, and the fact that it's reached out to all all sports. So I saw there was it the um, it's not it's not was it the Pro Bowl, NFL? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they, they did all the minute silence over there. They, I'm sure there was other sports that were doing the same thing. We had um, soccer players over here that were uh, sending tweets out and things like that. So the amount of Athletes, sports people, journalists, just regular humans that looked up to him. It, it was it's just just a touching thing. Like I, I was quite emotional. And then I saw his um his Oscar winning poem video that he put up and I was like, Oh <laughs> that's, yeah. that's, that's got me a little bit. <laughs> it's sad because you know, like especially being a veteran and Understanding loss, right? Like, I mean, yeah. I don't know how many buddies you lost, but I've lost quite a few good buddies, and uh, you know, and just feeling, you know, their 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 families and how how devastating because, like, when you know, it's not this small impact that has; it's a huge impact on a lot of different people's lives. And so, for someone like Kobe's stature, I mean, gosh, he, he probably touched so many people that he had no idea, and you know, millions, upwards of millions of people that. You know, love that guy uh, just for who he was and what he brought to the sport and his work ethic. And so, you know, it's just a just a sad thing, and uh, it's going to take some time for a lot of people to get over. Uh, uh, yeah, definitely. And and the fact that the, the, you know the things that he's now thought or not now, but he he'd set up he set up um, the Mamba Academy that was running all different sports from volleyball, basketball, and all sorts is. It's sad that his daughter um, passed away with him. She was a, a very good basketball player, from what I what I've seen as well. And it's just it's just shocking. At the end of the day, and what really well pissed me off was that was a just a 
you're always going to get dickheads that have to troll situations like that as well, and it, that pisses me off. Oh yeah, people. There's there's some terrible people out there that like really just you don't even know where they come from to be honest. No, and obviously they have sort of sense of reality. Or, but it, it's like you've got a, a, a social media platform, or you've got or you're using YouTube, and you put up a video, put up a tweet, put up a post, and it's like why, why, right? You're so bad for this. To be honest, like you, you can't even pay attention to it. You just feel bad for him. You're like, man, like you don't live in, don't live in reality. I don't know where you live, but yeah. yeah. Well, like you said, when you've um, when you've served and you and you've lost um, comrades and and buddies that ha- haven't come home, and you you know what loss is like, or even uh. uh Recently, for myself, a, a friend of mine took his own life because he couldn't cope with his own demons in his head, and he's uh, left behind two two sons. It's like then they they've gone now, and you still get people that still feel the need to give them shit. It's like what fucking right? Part of my friend, they're fucking pricks. <laughs> I agree, man. It's terrible. It's it's awful, and so again, you just have to like. For me, for that kind of stuff, you just have to, you can't even give it any acknowledgement. The more acknowledgement you give it, the more it feeds those types of people anyways. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of what, um, I had a, um, I had a guy on the other day, his, uh, his name's Mark uh, Whistler, and he's doing it, he's just finished a show over here, which is called SAS Who Dares Wins, where they take civilians and show them a little bit of um, UK special forces training, just a, just a brief insight of what they do, and they basically beast them for 10 days and put them through all the different uh, training. But he's also um, a, a cross-dresser, which is quite funny. Um, he's, yeah. he's, six foot, he's six foot five, when he wears his heels, he's seven foot. Um, but we we had a we had a, a he was very intellectual. He was very easy to talk to, and um, he like yourself is a CrossFitter, and we, we got into a very good discussion about CrossFit and 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 the fitness industry, and uh, we, we went on a, a few tangents as well, going into steroids and things like that. Um, and uh, I, I was like, I, I I brought up the latest CrossFit documentary the redeemed and the dominant uh and i mentioned that that uh what's his name gerard gerard whatever his name is um yeah. oh, ricky gerard yeah yeah that guy um <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i was gonna i was just gonna bring that sort of thing up with it with the um steroids and and epo and all, all that sort of thing what what you're obviously I can guarantee I know what your views are on them. Um, but do you find that it makes it that much sweeter when you beat the beat the people that that are trying to get the edge on you? I mean, obviously, it makes it makes you know it just makes you feel good and, and know that like it's something that you don't need to do to win, right? Like it's something I've always I've always said like I don't I don't need. Like, if you're taking something, if you're taking a performance-enhancing drug, a steroid, EPO, whatever it is that you're taking, like, you're already mentally weaker than me because I, you you think that you need to take that to beat me. 
And uh, I know that I don't. And so, um, so yeah, like those types of people, you're not, you're never going to stop it. Someone's always going to try to get the edge. Someone's always going to be out there. Uh, and all you have to do is you have to be able to look at yourself at the end of the day and realize, like, I did it the right way. You know, what I did, what, where I went to um, in my training, it was all me. It was, you know, the hard work and determination that I wanted to do, and I wanted to do it the right way. And so uh, I can, you, you, it's, it's easy to not be – you just can't dwell on it. You can't dwell and know that there's cheaters out there because there are. And you just, of course you there know, are. Yeah. You know it, you know it, and you have to let it go, and you have to realize like you don't, you're you're still going to beat those guys because obviously they're mentally weaker than you are because they know that they they think that they have to take that to to win, and I know that I don't. Yeah, exactly. I I just think it's quite funny watching watching that documentary back. I like watched all. Oh my basketball just fucking stage is falling apart. Um. I've watched the three recent ones, and 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 that that final one, the redeeming the dominant. I I just think it's brilliant how they've filmed it. So it's got the clips of him saying how, oh, I wouldn't be able to do it. My father would be would be disappointed in me. My brother wouldn't be able to look me in the eye. And then it's like a little bit later on in it, it's like, <coughs> right? Oh, he's been cut out because he's because he's a cheat it's like brilliant he's been absolutely named and shamed and fucking basically uh, banned yeah. brilliant I, I just think that was brilliant bit of um direction from from the from that team that have no, yeah, they made didn't. it look like he's the next up and comer and it's like our way but you're a cheater so gone i think but so that was 17 and so yeah he probably got next year i think he's probably back eligible again Oh, no. Four years. How crazy. <laughs> yeah, that band lasted a long time. Yeah. Um, hey, I, I was, um, I did mention, I was talking to someone at my work, so my regular human job, I do, I, um, I do security, and I was chatting away, and I was like, oh, if you want, if you want some motivation and you want to show, see how elite athletes can train in a multitude of different things check out the crossfit um videos and um especially the the ones that are on netflix and that and the the one that really stood out to me was uh the one where you absolutely annihilated everyone doing murph <laughs> i thought that was brilliant because you're like well wasn't it like a an icelandic bloke or a norwegian bloke that won it like the year before and you're like well i'm not having that yeah yeah america an American's got to win this. Exactly. Uh, that's just, you know, that's just who I am and how I feel, you know. I mean, obviously, I th- uh, it was Gudmundsson, yeah, the, um, from Iceland, who won yes. the year before. And so, uh, you know, I, obviously, no no knock on Gudmundsson. He crushed the workout that year and was, you know, good for him. But for me, it was just like, okay, like, this is a fallen brother. Like, I'm going to win this workout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, uh, so I didn't realize because I'm... During my service, that was when um, they started introducing CrossFit into basically our military training. Um, they, they changed basically the whole dynamic of the gyms. The gyms basically now are boxes. Um, and we, we used to do Murph, and I used to do Murph with my. Uh, I think I did it with my brother. No, we did it on on uh, set my second tour when I was in Kandahar. We actually ate as we were closing down to give it to. I think it was. Mountaineer division or something like that. 
we were handed over to them. And so we had a lot of spare time. So we had to basically, we did Murph on, on one of them. And I was like, well, what's this? Where's this workout come from? Now, oh, a Navy SEAL that did that. Then I was watching, um, I was obviously watching Lone Survivor, a brilliant movie. And I was like, that name sounds familiar. And I fucking looked it up. I was like, ah, that makes sense. That all makes sense now. All coming back first. first full <laughs> I was like, Jesus, do your yeah. research, Tomo, do your research. <laughs> yeah. I know I know a few people will probably say to me, because I have um in in the past been a bit um a bit shit on CrossFit. It's not so much the upper echelon, but mainly the the lower levels with the with the sort of um the coaching side of it. Where and you've, obviously, you've seen some of the shitty videos that are on YouTube and things like that. Yeah. And and you're like, for me, I got sucked into a few of them, and I was like, yeah, fuck CrossFit, it's bullshit. And then <laughs> I start, and then I started looking into it a bit more, and I was like, oh, that's fucking. Because I used to train with my brother, my brother's gym, before it closed, and he um, basically modelled his gym on Jim Jones with Mark Twight. Yeah. So it was that sort of thing, and I was like, this is very similar to CrossFit. Yeah, very similar. And then he was like, "Well, yeah, it's hybrid training. That's how." And I was like, "Oh, that's it. There it is." <laughs> so hey, I was you know, like, "I should like, probably stop poo-pooing on CrossFit a little bit." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think when anything gets so big, right? There's so many different people out there. Everyone's going to become an expert. Everyone's going to tell you, you know, they they know better than other people. But exactly, you're always going to get those people who. Um, you know, j- just trying to make a quick buck and, uh, or just, you know, they don't take criticism to, to realize like, Hey, maybe what I'm doing is not the right way to do it. And so yeah. you gotta take it with a grain of salt, you know, CrossFit in the end is a phenomenal tool. It's a phenomenal way to train for anything, just being better at life. Um, I, you know, I believe wholeheartedly in CrossFit. And if, if someone shows me a better way to train, I, I, I can't wait to see it, you know, because yeah. I know I've been, what CrossFit has done for me in my life has been insane. Not only does it physically, mentally, it just it helps you to want to live a healthier lifestyle in general. You know, and the, and the community aspect of it is such a big thing, and that, I think that's why a lot of people are drawn to it, right? To where it's wow. like it's like the military or the or you know firefighters, police. You know, where yeah. there's a where there's a there's a community aspect of it too, like where you're suffering with your you know your 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 friends and um, you know, it's it's a phenomenal thing, and exactly like you're always going to get the bad with the good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I also like that word you use there, where you're suffering together. I like that. Yeah, right. Yeah, because <laughs> that's true. That is true. Um, yeah, like like I said, I when, when I'm when I'm back home, I tend to um, annoyingly. I, there's not many people that train with me. <laughs> of my shit work schedule and things like that so i basically to quote you again i've got to pay the man on my own um and i i do train hard when i when i when i get when i actually go at it when when i've done a fucking full day's work up at half past four do my 12 hours sometimes i get home and i'm like i'm just gonna slop on the city mm-hmm. and then and then i gotta go oh, now nah, fuck it get up go and swing the kettlebell a little bit you'll feel better and it's like yeah definitely 100 percent. but i remember um, when my brother, before he unfortunately had to close his gym, going back to his his gym, it was just a, your typical box style where it was all 
fucking dark and dingy with fucking free weights everywhere, the air bike, the skier. You'd go in there and you'd be like, oh, I'm going to die in here today. I am going to fucking die. And I swear, I swear to you, Josh, mate, I swear you used to make it harder when I would come. When I'd come down the train, I swear the workout was harder. (laughs) I can see it. He's like, oh, have you, ever, have you used the aerodyne before? It's like, nah, mate, I haven't used it. He's like, hop on then. You've got to do 50, cal- 50 calories. Ah, quick yeah. as you can. Just dead. Dead. Just lying on the floor afterwards in a pool of sweat, dying. But <laughs> you, you fucking feel so much better afterwards. For sure. I say it now because I take um, a military-style boot camp uh, training outside. It's ma- mainly when I do it, it's mainly body weight stuff. I make them uh, crawl on the floor, you know, that sort of thing. Get all muddy and, and wet. And I say to them, because most of them moan and whinge as soon as they see that my name's on the training training list, I'll say, you're going to hate me for an hour, but you'll thank me at the end. Right. And, and exactly. to be fair, every time, every time they're like, Tomo, can you stop doing this? It's like, no, you will crawl. Right. <laughs> yeah. But it's still fucking good. It is great. So, when, 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 are the, when are the next games? Uh, so the next games are coming up in August of this year. Um, I'm going to give it a run. Yeah, so I'll, uh, I'll, I'll give it a run and uh, have to make it qualify through a sanctional. Um, you know, I had elbow surgery in November as well, so hoping it's still kind of lingering, kind of like hanging out, kind of uh, rehabbing that and getting that back. And so... Um, hopefully I can get out there though and try to participate. I'm, I'm looking to do the a, re, a sanctional in March here in Del Mar in San Diego, and then also looking to do one maybe in like May. Um, so see where I'm at, you know, test myself a little bit, and then you know if the 2020 happens, go to the games. Cool. If not, we'll uh, you know push on to 21. Just keep going. No, until the wheels fall off. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. See, I'll. Going back to your point about um, uh, finding communities and things like that, that that's a that's a big thing. Like you've um, stepped out of uh, the seals, like I stepped out of um, my regiment, and it's trying to find somewhere where you fit in. I think, and that's a that's a big thing. And obviously, you you managed to find it with um, with CrossFit going to the boxes, whoever you're training with, whether it's um, Dan or Rich. Um, long list of elite athletes that would want to train with you i'm sure but for me that that was the main reason why i started my um my depression took over me was because i left and then i was like well where's that side of me gone so it was trying to find um my balance again and that that's why i started this my lovely little podcast at my shed yeah was to was to balance myself and now having um guests on it makes it so much so much better because you can bounce off the person that you're ch- chatting to which is which is what you need and I'm gonna, I'm gonna blow some smoke up your ass here a little bit but it's nice to have someone that's down to earth to talk to as well uh, we've had a couple now where you're trying to have a chat and it's like they just want it all about them and what they're doing it's like this is not what the podcast is about it's what we try and do is have a have a have a chat yeah, yeah, right. it, 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 it's all about. Right? And, and 
it was just I've had, I had one a couple of weeks ago. It was a very very difficult podcast, mm. and it was like getting blood out of a stone. It was like, <laughs> are you gonna are you gonna give us anything back? And it was like we it started off me and my brother because my brother's usually on the show with us, um, okay. but he lives um, about three hundred miles away from me. It seems like that. So we yeah. that's how we started doing the Skype. So me and my brother, he he was late onto the show, the the guest. So me and my brother were having a chat before he arrived, talking about um, soccer because I've got a charity football match coming up um, oh. in July. I'm I'm organising it for a mental health charity and um, Rock to Recovery, which is a veteran charity, where we're playing a former uh, Premier League football team. Um, they're legends. So we're going to play them. So we were buzzing because that's all. That's all coming together we're chatting away about all this stuff this bloke pops up doesn't really understand the vibe that we've got so he's uh then then we try and bring him in and he was just like he was having none of it and then halfway through he was like so are you going to talk about mindset or what it's like oh <laughs> we're, like, we're just having a conversation mate if anything um and then we had to like try and it just it just the, the whole thing just went a bit weird and it was like ah next thing I know my brother's disconnected he's like oh where's he gone <laughs> awkward party right here yeah fucking hell yeah. But, then, but then you get some like yourself easy to talk to Liz Carmouche easy to talk to um, a fabulous up and coming fighter called Mason Jones where we had to do the podcast in two parts because we ended up talking for three hours so my wife ringing me saying what are you doing i'm like oh, i'm still in a conversation yeah right yeah <laughs> she's like still it's 12 o'clock i'm like yeah i know you've got work out for i know <laughs> yeah yeah but it's it's nice and refreshing to have down-to-earth people to talk to i think especially yeah. like and, and the amount of positive feedback i've had from um the likes of yourselves and the, and the other guests that i've had it's it, it's brilliant. They've all they've all said they've enjoyed coming on, which is which is always good. Bit yeah. of a boost for me, a bit of a morale boost. Yeah, for sure. Always yeah. good to have conversations, you know. Like I mean, it's not I'm like coming onto a podcast. I never. I'm excited to talk to people, you know, and like keep <laughs> yeah. as much as like people are here excited to maybe hear my story. So it is what it is, and it's, it's cool. It's, yeah, it's good. So it's, it's always nice. I I, 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 I like. I've never, I've never been one to then. If I, if I, if I was in a pub, for example, I wouldn't just go and start chatting to a random. I'm not. My dad does. Yeah. He, he could quite happily sit in a bar for forever, just making new friends. But I, I've never been that extroverted to do that. But on on a podcast, it just seems like it's so much different, and you get to talk to people that you never thought. Right. You get you get to speak to like like for yourself. I've always been. I'm not going to say a fan as such, because that would be weird. But, like, <laughs> like, like for example, I, I always, enjoy, like, going back to the Netflix things with um, with the CrossFit Games, I was always like, oh, what's, what's Josh doing? In, is he going to be in this bit? Sort of thing. And uh, that, I was, I was always a fan in that aspect. And then um, I think I, I, I saw a clip of you doing something, and I thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to send him a message. See if he'll come on the podcast. Ah, I tell you what it was. It was. Ah, oh, fucking hell. I can't tell you what it was because it's gone out of my head. It was a little. Uh, I think it was on Instagram. 
but it was like an instant with the little TV in the bottom corner, so you could click on it so you could watch a bit longer. And it's got, um, I think it's Dave Castro talking about you and a few other people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're riding your motorbike with your cool helmet on with the frog on it. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. yeah. I, was like, I was like, that's fucking brilliant. Yeah. He's a, he's a true warrior. I'm going to I'm gonna try and get him on the show. Um, here we are, sitting, sitting a million miles away having a conversation. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's got technology. It's probably late there, isn't it? Uh, it is... That's only half half past six. Oh, okay. Eighteen thirty to be military. There it is. Love military. <laughs> All military talk. My buddy sent me. He's like, I'm gonna be over there. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, you don't have to talk military to me, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm laid back. I've been out yeah. for five years now too. So. Yeah. It's quite funny. Um, I have a I have a a few friends of mine that live pretty much. I live in a village, so we literally, literally the next village over, I've got two of my close buddies that I serve with in the same squadron on the same regiment, which is which is handy. And it's so easy for us to slip back into um, military speak. Oh, so yeah. if, we're, if we're on the school run together, we're chatting away. There are um, civvies still around us that have no idea what we're talking about. They're like, what are you saying? It's like, just chatting, chatting shit. My boss... Seriously, I think I need to write him out like a, a squaddy dictionary with <laughs> phrases on it so he can understand what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Give him, a, give him a little list. Like, hey, this is yeah. what this is. Like, this is what I'm actually saying. And saying right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's good, mate. Oh, fucking hell. Oh, I tell you what, I cannot wait to eat. Yeah. I've got. I don't even know what I've got. I can't even remember if I'm cooking or if she's cooking. Um, I'll probably. I'll probably get into the house and she go, "What's for dinner?" It's like, "What are you were cooking?" But we'll we'll sort some out. Uh, yeah, mess about with the kids when I get in. That'll be nice as well. Good. Uh, I take it your your your. They'll be at school now, right? Yeah, my little guys are at school. Um, they're off at school, and so this is when I get my training. In. Uh yeah, yeah. yeah. Pay, pay the man, you know. He's gonna pay the man. So right. I, I find that because uh, my my shifts sort of change. So every now and then I'll have a, a weekday off. Okay. Amazing. So if it's if it's a Monday or a Tuesday, the missus at work as well. So I've got two full days to go and pay the man properly. I can, like, when I when I was training for my boxing match, I, w- I was training like three times a day, which was amazing. Yeah. Um. But yeah, today I got a little bit in. Then I had to cycle back in the in the torrential rain, which was fun. Okay. With two flat tires. Perfect. <laughs> Easy. E- e- extra extra work because the tires were flat. Right. Yeah. What we want. It's what we want. So anyway, Josh, I think it's about time we um call it a day there. Yeah. Wrap it. I gotta yeah, I gotta get out and start you know. You you gotta get out and start. Friends, you know what I mean? Yeah, you've got to go pay that man. I've got to go and eat some food. Perfect. Thank you very much for coming on, mate. It's been an absolute privilege to have you on and an honor to have a decorated seal on my show. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate you having me on, and uh, yeah, it's good talking to you. Thank you very much. I'll uh, catch you again sometime soon, hopefully. Hi, brother. Cheers, mate.
Take it easy. And that was the latest episode of the Granite Zero podcast with the one and only Josh Bridges. Big, huge thank you to Josh for coming on the show. And as always, a big, huge thank you to my supporters, my listeners, my subscribers. Combat Fuel, remember, put the promo code WARRIOR15 at checkout to get 15% out off. Face stop, stop working in. Dead Mammoth Coffee, make sure you check them out as well. And while you're at it, get yourself a decent amount of CBD oil and get rid of some of those stresses, pains and aches within your muscles and your mind. But without further ado, that was the Granite Zero podcast with Josh Bridges. I was Tomo, and as they say in the regiment, per ardua. Through adversity, I'm Tomo, and I'm out!